Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. True good friend Jimbo here. Back again. After a, a, a pretty decent weekend. Um, nothing to complain about. You know, had a decent time Friday night with the iRacing with the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast uh, truck series and then did a little yard work and everything like that. Kind of quiet sports news uh, week again. But there's a couple stories um, I want to talk about and kind of get my opinion what I think should or shouldn't happen. Just like every week. Um, hope you guys had a good weekend as well. Um, before we get started, head over to staytunesports.net. It's our website that we've had up for a few years now. Um, on the right hand side is all social media and where you can listen to the show itself as well. Um, <clears throat> I believe I have the Podbean website over there as well. So you want to remember that one because uh, we're going to be doing our giveaway this weekend for the the Stay Tuned Sports Truck Series on Friday night. Um, also, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsport. Just another avenue to show your support to the show, which um, this past week, Garrick Leeson bought me three beers over there. I appreciate that. Um, good, you know, good guy. Uh, he heads the TNR league over there, iRacing League. Um, bunch of good guys there. We actually just raced last night. Uh, you can find us Tuesday nights on um, 3YTV TV over on YouTube. Um, a little bit of a rough night last night. I think I only finished roughly about 50 laps. Uh, it was my first ever time doing short track racing and uh, our good buddy Scott Crump actually joined us as well, but we both got wrecked out pretty early, so I was able to relax and sit back and watch the rest of the broadcast over there. But um, jumping into the show, this past Friday was the uh, Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series at Kansas Speedway. Um, really fun race. A lot of side by side racing. Um, even with myself, there was a couple times that uh, I was able to pass some cars and they passed me back. So, I mean, it feels like, at least as far as uh, my confidence in myself, seems like it's starting to come around. I'm starting to not just get pushed around anymore. Um, I'm fighting for spots and things like that. So, it, it's, it's, it's a good feeling, you know. Um, I was getting a little worried there. It was taking a little bit longer than I was expecting. But uh, this coming Friday, we are going to Knock Hill. It's a road course. Um, I'm actually going to start practicing tonight after we're done recording here. Um, I always liked road courses more so, like when it came to watching um, NASCAR. I always liked Watkins Glen um, road courses like that because, not to sound like ignorant or anything like that towards NASCAR drivers, but all you're doing is making left turns. 
And you know what? Like with me learning iRacing now, um, I can't think like that anymore because just because they're making left turns doesn't mean that's where they're, where they're at on the track is the right spot to be. Um, and I, I saw that with Kansas. Um, Kansas, I, I just could not get my speed going when I was running as low as I can. Um, when I was going through the center or even up, up top there, that's where the speed was. And um, that's actually what helped uh, Martin Plute win the race. It's his uh, second win on, on the season. But, you know, Joshua Sobel was up there. Tristan Maher was up there for a little while. And then he actually did finish in second place. So, I mean, he did make his way back after having a little bit of uh, tire issues. But... You know, I'm definitely getting more um, a different outlook on iRacing and real life NASCAR, which is you know something else I want to bring up. I, I did tune in a little bit to uh, NASCAR this past Sunday, and I forget the 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 pit crew guy's name, but the one car actually had his lug nut stuck on the lug bolt, and it was a good half hour, 45 minutes. They were working on it, and they brought this six foot five 300 pound all muscle hillbilly out and one hit of the hammer and it popped it off um but it was just funny i mean even all the other pit crews and everything were watching it unroll unfold i should say um with how everything was going with that car but even that race they were at kansas uh, as well um i only watched maybe half hour 45 minutes of it it was entertaining you know um byron had a nice pass and then 10 minutes later he blew a tire uh harvick spinning off pit road made me feel good because that's something that should not happen for a, a veteran of his caliber um but as far as this friday since i'm kind of going off of a a rant there um, this Friday we're at like I said Knock Hill um, just listening to the guys talk today about it they tested this uh, course in the offseason see if they wanted to put on the schedule and everything and they they all agreed that it was it's a fun track but it is a tricky track um, it's not like Watkins Glen there's different level changes and all that stuff so even though you're making lefts and right, you still got to adjust to the course as the race goes on. Um, so that's kind of why I'm looking forward to it. But as far as my three drivers to watch for this race, here they are. Now, if you've been um, following the Stay Tuned Sports podcast truck series from the get-go, you know Philip Scott is one of the best in the league in the series, I should say, at road courses. Um, so he's my first one to keep an eye out for. Um, on top of just being really good uh, at road courses, I mean, he's, I, I believe, first in points for the season. He's he's putting together a hell of a year. He's been up there top five almost every race. And now you give him one of his uh, strong points in his driving skills it's going to be tough to beat him 
It, and probably the reason why I'm saying to keep an eye on him is I still think he has the biggest road course win on record still. Um, it's double digit, you know, time. Um, so just curious if he could beat that record. Uh, after him, Martin Plute, he's in second place right now, but he has two wins. Um, not too sure how good he is at road courses, but the way he's been putting his, his season together, it would not surprise me to see him up there in first or second place. You know, looking for that third win. Does he get it? That's why you got to tune in. <laughs> um, I uh, Like I said, I wouldn't put it past him that he may get his uh, second win. And the question that you would have to ask yourself is, if he does get that third win, does this set the tone for the rest of the season for all the other drivers? Is he the new Jason Gracias from last year who was just dominant all year? I mean, there was other drivers that were right there next to him, but he always figured out a way to pull it out. Then my third one is uh, Tristan Maurer. Uh, came in second, like I said, this past week. He's been another one that's been consistent all year. Um, at Kansas, he started off good. He was he was uh, running for the lead. Uh, I believe he led the second most laps possibly um, in the in the race, but had a little bit of tire fall off and kind of fell back, but eventually making it his way back up to uh, second. And right now he's third in points, so a win here locks him into the playoffs, plus gets him a little closer to that first place spot in points. So that those are my three racers to watch this week. Um, not sure how well I'm going to do. Um, do I expect to get lapped? I, I believe so. It's going to happen. I'm just going to try my best to uh, just finish the race. Um, and speaking of that, we're going to do another giveaway this for this uh, race. So here are the rules. Uh, you have to tune in Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time over at 3YTV on YouTube. Stay tuned sports podcast truck series and watch to see what position I'm in on lap 42. Once you see what position I'm in, head over to stsports.podbean.com look for this episode and in the comment section of this episode tell me what place I was in on lap 42 and then I will if it's a tie between two people I'll pick a name out of the hat and you will win a $25 Amazon gift card so make sure you tune in Friday 9pm Eastern time over on 3Wide TV for the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series to win $25. Antonio Brown is back in the news, but kind of a good way, I I would say. Came out and said he wants to retire as a Steeler. Now, when that first came out, everybody thought, whoa, he wants to go back and play for Pittsburgh. Shortly after he made that tweet, he said no, not to play, like to legit sign a one-day contract and retire. And I start seeing some comments on Twitter, Facebook, asking the question, should the Steelers 
signed them to a one-day contract with how their relationship ended. And to be honest, I think they should. You know, he played for them for nine seasons. It wasn't like from day one he was a bad apple. Um, I still believe that Vontae Perfset hit is what made him go nuts finally. And we're seeing real life CTE happen right in front of us. Um, I mean, I could go down the list of things, you know, records and stuff like that that he did for them, but I mean, his rookie season alone helped him help the team get to the Super Bowl. Granted, they lost, but he put together a hell of a career with the Steelers. And to a point where even towards the end of his nine-year career, or nine-year um, tenure with Pittsburgh, Big Ben wasn't the best at that time. And he still put up solid numbers. And I think if Pittsburgh were to sign him to a one-day contract, this will help put that whole bad blood thing, that whole drama thing that happened between them, that will bury it. And I think that's what Antonio Brown needs right now. I mean, he's he's like, when's the last time he was in the news on a good note? You know, we signed with Tampa Bay uh, two years ago and helped them get to the Super Bowl. He was quiet for the most part, I should say. Then last year, the whole storming out the field and releasing text uh, messages between him and the, the Buccaneers. And, you know, I think right now, Antonio Brown needs a win, uh, a mental win. And I think this would be a good, good start, especially since now it's coming out that there's some bad blood between Pittsburgh and Big Ben. So on the Pittsburgh side, maybe this would be a good... PR move to say, well, you know what? Brown was the, the bigger headache amongst the two. We could bury this. We could bury any bad blood with Big Ben as well. So I, I, I would like to see the Steelers sign Brown to a one-day contract. You know, I don't think he did good enough to have his number retired or put his name up in the ring of honor that most of these stadiums have but I think he deserves a one day contract to sign with the team that drafted him out of central Michigan so we're going to take a quick break Um, when we come back we have a little bit of basketball talk and we're bringing back our hot minute take talking about the Jets and the Lions Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I have a hard time sleeping at night. So what is the stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps support better sleep quality and recovery. It's one thing you can do every single day and costs you less than $3 a day. So it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. 
It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And we are back. Thank you for taking a, a quick listen to our sponsor there, Athletic Green. Make sure you head over to their website to see what they got. Maybe they have some stuff there for you. And make sure you use that uh, that code. So uh, I believe yesterday came out that the Philadelphia 76ers are going to keep Doc Rivers around for another season. And I know there was a little bit of talk that he may not come back. Um, the Sixers might go in a different direction just because of some um, other coaching jobs that opened up, maybe Rivers may want to go. Um, I think this is a a good move by the Sixers to uh, keep Rivers around for another year. Um, He's been in in Philly for three years now. And dealing with the whole Ben Simmons drama, he still had a competitive team. He saw that Joel, uh, Joel... Mbaidi was the, the 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 one person, the one player that they should build around other than Ben Simmons. And that's why they traded for James Harden. Now, when it came playoff time, James Harden was nowhere to be seen. And fans were questioning, was this the right move to trade for him? Um, and I still think it is. You know, you... When it comes to like these big superstars, these big names, it's hard to just slap them together and expect results. You know, it did take them a while to get Harden used to playing with the Sixers team and trying to get that chemistry going. And that's the exact reason why I think this is the right move to, to keep Rivers around. Um, you give Rivers a full year with James Harden, with Embiidi, and I'm gonna say now they gotta bring a third big name in, someone that can, uh, you know, when Harden's having a bad game, can't pick it up. You know, I know they, the 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 young kid uh, Maxi, um, played really well this year. So if you bring a third one in and Maxi comes back next year and plays just as good, they're gonna be the team to beat. Because it's been almost, it's been 21 years since they got past the second round. All right. And there's, there, you know, the, the NBA league for what, 10, 15 years now has always been a, if you want to win, if you look back and see what teams won the championships were big name teams, um, LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Bosch, you know, with the Heat, uh, LeBron out with the Lakers, with his his crew out there, um, and the Cavaliers. You know, that's just how this league is. So they need to bring a big name in, a, you know, who's going to produce and let Rivers do his job. And also, I, I in any league, any any sports, um, I, I never liked. 
just bring a coach in and say, hey, you got two years to produce or you're gone. You got to give him time to put his system in in play and get the, the young guys, you know, uh, get their talents going. And we're seeing that with the Flyers right now, um, who are rumored to be bringing Barry Trotz in uh, tomorrow. Well, you're, you're listening to Thursday, so today. Um, and I really hope that they sign him. Um, when we signed Vignot, I was hoping we got Trotz, got Vignot. We don't know how that went down. Trotz turned the Islanders around. But as far as, you know, Doc Rivers, like I said, I, I think it's the right move. And I think it's going to pay dividends very soon. So to end the show, I'm actually going to do the hot minute take here. And I saw this question posted on uh, Twitter. Which team do you think will be competitive again first? The Lions or the Jets? And, you know, got me thinking. You think about both teams. They've been shitty for a decade or two now. But they're starting to put pieces together. So who is going to be the the more competitive team before the other? So if you look at the past couple drafts, and you look at the front office, um, the way they're structured, and when you ask yourself the question, who's going to be more competitive in the next couple years, Detroit Lions or the New York Jets? I think the Jets are going to be it. You know, Joe Douglas is running the show. He's a former protege of Howie Roseman. We've seen how Howie Roseman has been, other than a year or two here or there, put together a very competitive team. You look at the Jets' players, young players, I think they got more talented players. The Lions are still looking for a quarterback. Jared Goff is not the answer there. They have the receiver in, in Jamison. But I just think the Jets have more talented players than the Lions. And I would say within the next two years, you'll see the Jets with back-to-back winning records. Yes, that is correct. I said what I said, and I mean it. The Jets will have back-to-back winning records in the next couple years. And Detroit is still going to suck. All because I believe they have the Barry Sanders curse, which is... They did him dirty for all those years, wasted his career, and now they're paying for it. So I think that's going to be it for us uh, this week. Make sure you head over to staytunesports.net. So you can follow all of our social media accounts, which is on the right-hand side there. The Podbean link should be there as well. Um, That's why you want to tune in Friday night, 3YTV. TV. So to watch the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series. And when you head over to after you start after you watch the, the race, pay attention on lap 42, see what place I'm in, head over to the Podbean link, and under this episode's comment section, type in what place I was in on lap 42 and you win a $25 gift card. Um, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash st sports just another avenue to 
show your support for the show. Like I said, our, our good friend Garrick Leeson showed us support this past week. I much appreciate that, Garrett. As well as everybody else that has uh, shown their support over the past couple years of us doing this this podcast here. So, till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.